following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch. The majority of this podcast will be our last Attack on Titan discussion for the season, but before we get into that, I am flying solo to bring you listeners a quick schedule update. It came down to the wire again, but we finally know that Attack on Titan reruns will be replaced by reruns of... Dr. Stone! The Stone Wars! From the sound of it, they will only be rerunning the second season, which aired in its entirety earlier this year. This Saturday, August 28th, Toonami will air the last rerun of Attack on Titan, and the schedule starting September 4th is as follows. At midnight, we kick off the block with Fena Pirate Princess, then it's My Hero Academia at 12.30, Yashihime at 1am, Food Wars at 1.30, Black Clover at 2 a.m., Naruto Shippuden at 2.30, Dr. Stone reruns at 3 a.m., and Dragon Ball Super reruns at 3.30. So it's exactly the same schedule as before, aside from Dr. Stone replacing Attack on Titan. But it might only last two weeks since Dragon Ball Super is nearly finished with its current run. I wasn't really expecting Dr. Stone to be rerun in any capacity, But, personally, I'm all for it. I kind of wish they were rerunning it from the start of the first season, but they're probably only doing this because they still have the second season under contract. Either way, it's nice to return to the Kingdom of Science for 11 more weeks. It's barely a change for now, but since Fena, My Hero Academia, and Black Clover have 8 and 7 episodes remaining respectively, Toonami is probably in for some big changes before November. As always, we'll be sure to let you know when we know. And now that that's taken care of, let's have another Talk on Titan. Welcome back to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Yes, I'm Roger Rail Maddox. And Editorial Writer Yumiko. And I am very happy to have these two individuals on to talk about these final episodes of Attack on Titan, the final season, but not really. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some shit going on that just don't seem right, man. Hmm. No. No. My, the journey of Aaron Yeager certainly has been an interesting one. (laughs) Once a bright-eyed young boy who just wanted to kill all the Titans, then someone who was very conflicted about killing Titans when he realizes who Titans actually are. And now, I'm not entirely sure what his deal is, but he's, uh, he's a living contradiction that I would sum it up as that. (laughs) A living contradiction. 
And that turns yeah. that turns into a flesh maker. This, <laughs> oh true. my gosh, yeah, flesh maker. That's true. So I think we covered up to the last three episodes in previous podcasts. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we we covered the episode when uh, Gabby and Falco uh, get into trouble at the restaurant. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I feel like that came up in uh, a very serious prayer episode when we talked about the overall failings of the storyline of this uh, season of Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you definitely should have listened to that one if you haven't yet. Uh, this this one's going to be not nearly as heavy. We're we're going to have some fun joke around at the series expense because it's, it, it's getting utterly ridiculous. Let's not lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have to laugh to keep from crying. Uh, yeah, pretty, it's, like, much. it's like going down a fucking rabbit hole, man. It's like, why the fuck did I take that fucking pill? <laughs> in my case, it's like, why the fuck did I have to drink this particular brand of booze? Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. All that tainted wine with Zeke's spinal fluid. <laughs> I wonder how that affected the taste. Maybe they know, wouldn't. They gave you a little bit of more backbone. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Approved. <laughs> Approved and points rewarded. Thank you, sir. <laughs> oh, that was... I couldn't come up with a better one than that. That was... <laughs> oh, I guess that I got that wine from the Spinal Tap. Uh, yes, oh, I was going to say Spinal Tap. <laughs> hey, when it comes from the tap, not can't get any better. <laughs> uh, points to Levi being like, why are we taking wine on this mission? We have tea. <laughs> I mean, and all of his men are like come on Levi we want some booze he was like alright hell okay fine <laughs> take the wine so later I I think the reason why Zeke makes his move here is because he knows for sure that all the wine's already been used because he takes that moment he's like do we have any wine left and Levi's like no Oh, you're such a torturer. And then he makes his move. I, I think that that was part of it, but I might be overthinking it. But uh, before that happens, we had the roundtable discussion of uh, Aaron, Mikasa, Armin, and Gabby was in the room too, if you care. And Aaron's <laughs> like, Aaron's, Aaron's trying to be Batman right now. He's like, hands on the table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bryce is really him ended up here. <laughs> you think we never had a fight before? It's because it would never be a fair fight. <laughs> <laughs> he never lied. Where's Harvey Dent? <laughs> Real. Really two things. Aaron, Aaron here is like, you're all just slaves to your biology. Armin, you're a slave to the memories of Bertold that got passed down when you inherited his Titan, and that's why you're visiting Annie. He's like, well, I think Armin's always kind of been interested in Annie for a number of reasons. So I don't Yeah, think. but Annie was interested in him, too, man. Oh, that's true. That's I true. I mean, like, seriously, She let him man. live she... that one time. 
I mean, yeah. like, seriously, man. Like, Annie was literally, if they was in a relationship, man, she would be the fucking top, man. Oh, well, yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, Armin would Definitely. eventually Armin would eventually become a power bottom, but, you know, <laughs> she probably would be pegging his ass. Those those two titans, like, <laughs> colossal titans just laying on the ground, letting Annie do her thing. <laughs> Annie, Take get your the- gun. Yo, oh God! <laughs> oh, uh, Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, she's not okay. She's yeah. not okay at all. Well, she's currently crystallized, but she's got to wake so, up before that the make end her of this. So, criminal. Uh, she got away with it, so maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe Boy. somebody's a smooth criminal in here. <laughs> Somebody. Uh, but this moment where Aaron's like, Mikasa, I've always hated you because you're a slave to your bloodline. It's like, are, are, are you serious right now, Aaron? Is this yeah, what you like, really I'll... feel? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, damn, that was harsh, you know? And I was just wondering why. I was like, why are you being so damn mean to her? She's always been so supportive of you, you asshole. He's like, that's what he is. And he's like, you're slaves to your to your biology. It's like, you know, throwing that back at you, Mr. Jaeger, there's like a bunch of people's memories floating around in your head. Are you sure you're not being influenced by some of that? I don't know how much free will you're exhibiting right now. But that's uh, apparently his whole deal. Also, he wants to... Uh, Make it so any future Eldians can't give birth. Okay, I understand why he would go with that plan, kind of, but couldn't you just make it so they can't give birth to Titans? Could 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 you just do that with your power? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It just seems a bit yeah, extreme. <laughs> yeah, because it's like that whole euthanization plan. It's kind of weird because it's kind of like you're giving the rest of the world what they want which is get rid of you know getting rid of the titans so mm-hmm. it's like you're getting rid of basically your you know your race just to make the other people just to make the world happy and for them not to be afraid of y'all anymore and it's just like you know like so what just stay on the island and just you know chill like y'all been doing so I I don't I was just like, that's whole, the whole thing I was thinking about. I'm like, you're giving the world what they want, which is you guys to not exist anymore. Basically, it's a voluntary genocide that Aaron was trying, you know. Yeah. You know, like no Eldian being able to give on Paradise Island, being able to give birth. At some point, eventually, you know, you just got a whole bunch of old people who can't really defend themselves. You know, everybody fucking dies off. And then while wow, you got everybody else in fucking Marley, man, want to be a damn Marley, and, and you got these Eldians who are like, damn, indoctrinated into this. I mean, when I look at Attack on Titan, it has so much fucking Holocaust, um, you know, tied into it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, and I mean, at first you want to think like, damn, these people over on the mainland, they really, they really are fucked up. I mean, you know, they only have one side of the story. You know, everybody has 
one side of the story and then you eventually get the true story, which is whole within the royal family and basically um, Aaron. And I'm just like, well, God damn, this, so this is how this happened. I mean, at this yeah. point, I, I was just like, damn, it kind of blew my mind, you know, that this was actually what was going on. And, you know, the thing about war is, or, you know, you have a strong superpower. Eventually, smaller powers actually get together and they rebel against that stronger force. I mean, it may cause, it's, it's a big risk. You know, either you're going to win or you're going to lose. But in this case with the Eldians, um, the Marlians actually won because, you know, they were managed, they managed to take, you know, take control of the Titans for themselves. But at the same time, they end up becoming the one fucking thing they hated the most, which was the damn Titans, because they started making use of it to subject everybody else to their will. Uh-huh. Funny how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it with a lot of regimes, man. And the thing is, what you will do, and like, if I reference Black um, Panther on this, like what they said about Killmonger, he was trained to basically infiltrate a country and disturb, you know, the infrastructure, the inner workings of it, so that they can mm-hmm. easily be conquered. That's the same thing and the same connotations that they did with the Titans. Mm-hmm. You get your people in. They fuck everything up. We come in, clean up. Now, guess what? You conquered. You gonna you gonna play by our rules now. Mhm. Yeah. Exactly what they was trying to do with you know trying to get, trying to get um, trying to get the founding titan, so that way they can just you know like you said just control everything because like we have the mo- most powerful titan. We got the founder so. Yeah, with that, then we can really wreck shit, you know? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Zeke finally does his thing and uh, transforms all of uh, Levi's soldiers. And, of course, once again, Levi is forced to kill all his comrades. And Zeke's like, you killed all your soldiers? Like, man, where have you been? I've killed a lot of my friends. This is, this is a typical Tuesday for me. Yeah. That was the funniest fucking thing in the world, man, about that Zeke thought. He was like, you killed your comrades. And then, you know, I'm listening to Levi. Levi was like, you have, you know, I'm going to just say it. Levi was like, you got me fucked up. You think I went kill my goddamn friends once we become Titans. Levi understood the fucking mission. Yes, he did. Seriously, he understood the mission. You have to be fucking evil in, in, in order to um be goddamn victorious and like we say, mission is above everything. This is a military statute. You know, you don't leave your own behind, but if something like that causes you a compromise, guess what? You follow through with the damn mission, you, you accomplish your goal, and you get the fuck out. That's a successful mission, and what he did was he took out times that could take out more people. Yep. Yep. And Zeke, jeez. Such a dirty tactic. Yeah, well, Zeke has always been a fucking dick in the goddamn, man. But the one thing, though, he has never fucking beat Levi. Ah, no, he hasn't. Nope. Not at all. Levi reminded his ass of that shit. Yep. (laughs) Once it came to it, Levi had no problem chopping up Zeke's whole body. 
I mean, like, seriously. And the thing is, like, people made, like, Levi was fucking emotional about this, but Levi was fucking enjoying every fucking moment of that. Because it's an aha moment and a fucking, like, you know what? You got me fucked up. I'm going to show you just how much control I actually have over you right now. (laughs) Yeah, and how much control that he doesn't kill you at the moment. (laughs) Levi literally told this man that I got your life in my hands right now, and I can kill you at will. He stuck one of those thunder spears into his stomach and made it so if he moved very far, he's gonna go kablooey. Uh-huh. <laughs> quite, quite the predicament that Zeke is in, which gives him a lot of time to think about things. So we finally get Zeke's childhood backstory, which, not surprisingly, is full of uh, a bunch of unfortunate circumstance. But, uh... I mean that 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 does not absolve him of his uh, bullshit, but oh no, <laughs> it is interesting to see how he got so screwed up, and his parents thought of him like a golden child, and believed that he would become a warrior and help them with their cause. But because he wasn't showing progress in that department, they start treating him so terribly. Meanwhile, his grandparents are brainwashing him into thinking, you know, the same thing that a bunch of Eldians think about their whole situation. So he's got all these conflicting views coming at him. So thank goodness for uh, Tom Zaver, who's kind of got a better perspective than everybody else in his life. But still, you know, he's, he's a little screwed up, too. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, because his story was jacked up, too. Yeah. I, he, yeah. He, he just wants to research, really, and he passes on his Titan so that Zeke can continue his research, more or less. But he's the one who figured out that the founding Titan can alter the bodies of Titans. Uh, apparently, there was some disease that was eradicated by doing that. So, he's the one who came up with it, and... He was always looking for the right person to inherit his power, and it turned out to be Zeke, who finally started showing his worth to the military to the point that they started using him, and he became a warrior. Yeah, because to be honest with you, when he throws shit, man, he's literally a fucking ballistic machine, man. Yeah. (laughs) So apparently they had baseball. (laughs) Yep, they did. That's the whole damn thing, man. I mean, like, literally, this dude is throwing shit. This whole time, I was like, is this really baseball? And then, sure enough, it was. I was like, hey, well, he's had years of training on throwing things. He sure has. (laughs) I mean, seriously, he puts a couple of rocks in his hands, and the projectiles and the destructive force that he had, I'm just like, damn, man. Like, what the fuck, dude? I was like, even in modern days, I wouldn't even want to step on the field with you. Like, that just makes me think about what happened to Irwin, man, and his folks, man. Oh, uh, yeah. That oh, was man. a fucking bloody-ass slaughter, man. And, you know, it still hurts me to this day. But, you know, damn, people bitched about, like, well, Armin shouldn't have got the um, Titan um, serum. But I was like, after what Irwin did, that last stand, and, you know, he convinced his men to, like, you know, buy time. 
I was like, to bring him back would have been the biggest dick move and selfish mm-hmm. thing in the world. Just yeah. for the simple fact that he made a noble sacrifice to buy his comrades time. Yeah. And, he, you know, he, these people knew they were going into their death, but, you know, as a soldier, you understand that. And pretty much is, all of them died, so if except he had, for one, if he was able to live, it just would have shamed him forever. It would, yeah, it would have been yeah. pointless. It would and have at been that shameful. point, Erwin just wanted to die. He felt but he, he got, had done enough. Yeah. But the thing is, he said he had to become a devil for all of humanity, for humanity to survive, man. What he meant was the people at Paradise Island. And the whole thing about that was he knew that Armin could actually carry that mantle because Armin started to get into a mode of like, hey, I got to be the devil if I want to dang on protect everybody here. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what Armin did. I mean, an eye for an eye when they went back to uh, Marley and they mm-hmm. fucked up that festival. I mean, like, Ooh, the people, the yeah. people in Marley didn't fucking understand what they went through on Paradise Island. Yeah, you know, they just saw him as evil. But the thing is, I felt like if it could have been avoided, yes. But the whole thing about it was, it's an eye for a fucking eye. So I really didn't feel so bad about it. Like this is what you did to my life. You fucked my whole world up. Now I'm about to mess yours up too, so you can feel the same pain that I did. Mm. You know, you know, violence begets more violence. But hey. They made a good stand there, but you know, at a cost though. Yeah. yeah. It's always in the cost. Yeah. My girl Sasha. I know, potato girl. Potato girl. About them their taters. Uh-huh. I like potatoes. But I'm telling you, man, at that point it made me hate Gabby so fucking Mm-hmm. I mean, I already knew I was yeah. something about her little psycho. No, no, she's not a psychopath. She's a fucking sociopath. Mm. Because she really doesn't have any fucking moral compass of understanding what the fuck she did wrong because she was so fucking indoctrinated into the Marleyan army. Yeah. As an elder. I mean, they literally, the amount of self hate that she has, it, it was fucking ridiculous. I was like, these are fucking aliens you know, that have actually taken you in and you still want to fucking kill them and call them devils? Uh, I mean, yeah, because she, yeah, she was talking, like, mad shit. And it's just like, girl, if you don't hush. I mean, I was like, seriously, I have never... Leave that family alone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have not ever disliked the character as much as I hated her ass. I mean... Rachel from Tower of God, I could actually stomach more. Hell, I fucking, I mean, hell, I could fucking, I mean, I could fucking deal with Dio. At least he was fucking honest. He's just a fucking troll. Yeah. That's oh, all yeah. Dio is. He's a hot fucking troll, but he's a troll. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I have, I like Dio Brando more than fucking Gabby. I, I would be, I would feel safer being around Dio than I would Gabby. Yeah, Dio is the bad bitch. So, yeah. you know. I give I the got, bad bitches props. Exactly. <laughs> I was just like, God damn, you are a fucking horrible ass human being, Gabby. I mean, every time somebody says a fucking ass to show her any slight bit of kindness, she just got to, she, she just want to kill every fucking body. That's and the definition she fucking, of biting the hand that feeds you. That feeds you. Yeah. I was like, no fucking lie, man. You know, I know this may sound like fucking heartless, but this is just a 
the soldier in me that understands the mission and that just really doesn't give a fuck, but I would have put a bullet in her head the same fucking day that she killed Sasha and threw her ass off the air on that ship. Because they <laughs> contemplated throwing off. Oh, they did. I mean, <laughs> no lie, there is an experience of dealing with child soldiers that really, it fucks with your moral compass like no other. Because he's like, do I put a bullet in this child or do I let them go? Do I put a bullet in them or do I let them go? If I let them go, what's going to happen? And the thing is, sometimes that shit goes back to bite you in the ass. And Shaka Zulu said it best, never leave an enemy behind because it'll come back to bite your throat. Mm. One of the greatest pieces of information. And he understood that. Got to wipe out the bloodline. You know, sometimes you really do have to wipe out a bloodline. And Gabby was somebody that really needed to be wiped out. But she constantly got second chances. <laughs> and I'm yeah. just like, I know it's not what you meant, but <laughs> and, and her father like should have she... wiped her out before she was born. <laughs> you know, she should have. I'm sorry, man. She should have just. Damn. <laughs> Explicit warning on this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I'm willing to believe that the author is going to do something worthwhile with Gabby, but yeah, so far I, I, hate I don't. Her, think, I hate her guts, man. That she is not fucking redeemable in my eyes, man. Even if she was to pay penance, man. I, she's the one person I would like. God damn, man! If I see you in the street, I would literally punch you in the face. And I don't even believe in violence towards people like that, man. But this, I was like, you can't be trusted. You cannot be fucking trusted. Yeah, and and you know me being a manga reader, you know, so I know where this thing goes. And you're still gonna hate her. Uh, all right, <laughs> I'm like, fair enough. I feel like the oh, author was trying to it. trying to make Gabby like classic Aaron, but it it did no, didn't work. Yeah, didn't work. <laughs> yes, she's an angry child, but I mean, there's at least something different there. Yeah, it is something different. I, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's nuanced, but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, Aaron being new. Aaron is not nuanced. <laughs> Child Aaron is not nuanced at all. <laughs> you know, at least Aaron had a fucking goal, and he did. You know, my thing about him is he really did try to take in consideration of the innocence. But you know, things started to change because I think he came to the realization that in order to make any headway regardless of whether people are guilty or innocent, there are going to be casualties and people are going to die if you want to accomplish the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he took, he's taking it a bit to an extreme, though. <sighs> yeah. But yeah. hey, isn't that just the way Aaron does everything? <laughs> he takes everything oh, to yeah. the yeah. extreme. Oh my gosh. Yes, he does. Speaking of extremes, the Jaegerists. Oh, yes. yes. Because we uh hey, we, we, we just needed a bunch of people following Aaron, right? That's, that's oh, fantastic. Of course. And I'll never get over how how much of a face turn vlog is. It's like he hated Aaron oh, in that previous with, season like, oh. and now he's like kissing his feet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he fucking hated him. And then now he's like, Oh yes, 
he's Aaron's just the best thing ever and you need to follow him he's gonna save us and <laughs> it, I mean it's so weird it's weird. it's yeah it's so weird it's a strange turn of face and uh hey we got to see uh good old Shadis actually <laughs> a couple episodes ago from what I'm talking about here but uh the some uh soldiers decided to defect to the Jaegerists and to prove their loyalty, they had to beat up old Shadis. Yeah, Shadis is like yeah, they, they can't beat take him down. me. <laughs> yeah, fade yeah, to black. Was, there he was on the ground, <laughs> old man, bloody on the ground. Good job. Okay. <laughs> like oh, he tried. That's uh, oof. Yes, and uh, Flock is pushing around Hanjay, trying to get information to where uh, Zeke is because they need Zeke. Otherwise, they can't can't make the plan and all yeah. they really need is for zeke to get eaten by another titan and then that'll totally screw up everybody's plans uh-huh. or for aaron too but it's probably easier to make zeke get eaten <laughs> yeah <laughs> aaron's got way too many titan powers now this is <laughs> he is super op <laughs> oh yeah scary stuff and we get to see what uh, all of the uh Military folks who drank the wine have to deal with with uh, you know some some of them willingly drank the wine uh, I guess and they are labeled as such and some of them unwillingly drank the wine or unknowingly drank the wine uh-huh. so there's they're, they're um they're dividing them up and uh, giving them special armbands uh, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <clears throat> Yeah, and then it was ironic for Pixis to say, oh, so this is how y'all did it in Marley? Ooh, <laughs> that was the sick burn right there. Yeah, I said, ooh, shit, okay. <laughs> Pixis still got it, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After all these years, Commander Pixis still got it. Yeah. Yeah. But at some point, Peek snuck into uh, into the city. And she shows up just in time when Aaron's trying to force Gabby to cooperate with him. Like, Aaron, really? You you think you're going to get Gabby to listen to you? Of all people, Gabby. (laughs) I know you might see something of your younger self in her, but no, dude. No. No, but she'll listen to Peek because she worships the ground that Peek walks on. Or crawls on. Crawls on. We all we we all know that she is peak female design. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And, you know, I felt so bad for Falco, man, because he was literally trying to save her ass, man, by taking on the burn. Mm-hmm. You he know, really but does. I mean, he was actually redeemed. Well, I actually like that kid. But I, know, Gabby, I, I yes, hope bad Falco's things don't great. happen to Falco, but he drank the wine, so yep, uh, could could be bad. Could be bad. I mean, uh, like, we do have cadences about drinking wine, but you know, sitting on the hilltop, being my drum. Hmm. <laughs> Drink so much to the MP come. I cry, MP, MP, don't arrest me. Arrest that leg behind a tree. He been drinking <laughs> on wine. All I do is a double time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously. I'm like, man, somebody's drinking whiskey and he stole wine. 
But yeah, it kind of makes you not want to drink wine after that. Stick yeah, with whiskey, you'll think people. Twice. Mm. People, stick with whiskey, people. Wine is fine, but liquor is quicker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I suppose I should also mention that uh, after he had his uh, lovely trip down memory lane for the audience, Zeke decided to blow himself up. We'll, we'll, we'll see the aftermath of that next season, I guess, because they don't really come back to it. Because uh, after Peak introduces herself to Aaron and says that she's going to help the Agarists, which is obviously a lie, <laughs> she uh, brings him out to the rooftop just in time for Porco's jaw titan to emerge from below and some sky ships to notice Aaron transforming. So that's the above and below of the title, I suppose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because General McGath is here with his men to get revenge for Liberio. And, of course, Aaron and Reiner get another revenge match. Of course. This is a heck of a place to stop. <laughs> I know. It's like they did a cliffhanger. Yeah. Sort of literally. It's not exactly yeah. a cliff, but <laughs> no, no. It makes... But yeah, it's <sighs> it. It made sense though to like, even though it did and it didn't make sense for them to stop there. You know, yeah. It's like I got to give y'all now. Got to make y'all wait so y'all can see how this fight turns out. And then keep you questioning if Levi is alive or not. Got to keep you guessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Because <laughs> that's the main thing. Like, uh, people are kind of like, where's Levi? Because in that explosion, you just saw him flying, and we don't know if he's dead or alive. Nah, he's probably alive. He's Levi. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. alive. Yeah. But I would not put it past this series to finally kill off Levi. Because they finally killed off Sasha. I mean, you know, it was fucked up that they killed my girl, though, man. Mm. Potato girl. And then they I keep mean... reminding us. Oh, yeah. Stop They're it. like, yeah, we're going to give you these flashbacks to turn the knife even more. <laughs> remember exactly. how it's like, oh, you didn't remember how much you like Sasha? How about we remind you how much you like Sasha? I mean, I fucking love. Yeah. She's best girl. Right. You either die best girl or live long enough to become something else. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she became. We've made a lot a of sec- Dark Knight references today. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. You have to. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's that's the season, which, uh, well, apparently we'll get more, what was it, sometime early in 2022? Yeah, 20, early, like, I, I'm going to just say not early, but probably mid-2022. Uh, yeah, probably. And that should be the second half of the final season. Why did they call it the final season? Just call it season four. I know, I like the final season because, I mean... It's like the fucking prequel and shit, man. Like, damn, y'all skipping around, man. Like, what yeah. the fuck is this, hopscotch? <laughs> well, they should have just said, you know, went on ahead and said part one. 
Yeah, instead of saying just final season. Final yeah. season, and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, well, we got to we gotta do the rest of it. And I'm like, just go ahead and you should just say part one. Yeah. So, well, I didn't understand don't it. Don't call it the final season. Yeah. I feel yeah. like the reason why they call it the final season is because it's a fairly dramatic departure from the seasons before it. So, there's that. But at the same time, it's not the final season. So. I mean, because like in the beginning, man, it just kind of had me like, what the fuck is going on? You know, <laughs> like I'm I'm serious. I had like a whole bunch of what the fuck moments of like, what the hell y'all trying to do? Move the story along. Because I'm like, yeah. at some points it was kind of confusing. But, you know, thank God for the manga to clear shit up, though. Yeah. It... Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, what the fuck, man? Y'all ain't making no sense here right now. Like, what in the fucking H-E double hockey sticks is going on? But imagine you were reading the manga as it was coming out, and you go from the final storyline of the previous season into this, and you're like, what, what, what? What? (laughs) Having it be the start of a new season kind of eases that to an extent, because the way the previous season ended, you, you got a indication that there would be some kind of time skip. There had already been a bit of a time skip from when it the final battle that happened and mm-hmm. when they get down to the beach. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's quite a time skip, but it was interesting to see the other side of the conflict and see how freaking messed up the, uh, Eldians living in Marley are. Yeah. 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 I mean, they get treated, you know, uh, it, it, I hate to say it, but it was a fucking trigger warning. You know, yeah. it really is a trigger warning because it, it it reminds me of a lot of stuff that goes on here. But knowing what we know now about that side of the conflict and those moments when Reiner was like trying to convince Aaron to come with him, I feel like if he had actually had an actual conversation and explained things to some extent, Aaron would be like, "Okay, yeah, I can understand why I should come with you," because uh-huh. arguably he should have. He might have been able to help that situation far sooner, but uh, I guess that just wasn't in the cards. And why the hell did they have to kill Ymir off screen? What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. That's that's some bullshit. Yeah, because it was kind of like, gone. Am I really supposed to believe (laughs) that Ymir, somebody with, with Ymir's personality and background would be like, it's cool, you can take my Titan back. What? <laughs> I guess she found contentment in the life that she had lived, but I still think it's bullshit. It was a bullshit way for her to go out, man. I call fucking ball to dash on that shit. Yeah, but at least she got to write her little love letter to uh, Historia to be like, hey, girl, um, you know, mm-hmm. say what she had to say and then... Yep. And then go on and get eaten. I'll give Aaron credit in one regard. He's done a lot to protect Historia. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's done a lot to make sure that she isn't involved in all of this. Because he knows that he could do all the things that he's trying to do with Zeke with her. But he doesn't want to involve her. Uh, uh, uh. He's trying to lay the burden on he and his brother. So, 
And also to <laughs> kind of make up for their shitty father. Oh, oh I was going to yes. say, can we go back to Grisha sure. and his trash-ass parenting? Oh. I mean, and it's just, I, uh, I was just like, you just, I mean, you just openly talk about how trash your son is. And, you know, Zeke is here listening to it. And, you know, when he was out there trying his best, you just look in and you just walk away and you just, just so disgusted. And it's just like, you know, that wasn't right. And, um, and then just seeing the difference between how he treated Zeke to how he was, you know, with Aaron and Mikasa. And it's just like, you know, I just saw the difference, like, well, you are a better dad to Aaron than you were to uh to Zeke, and I I don't know he, he's just trash. Yeah. <laughs> he's just trash as father. I so. mean, I would say give him the benefit of the doubt that he learned from his mistakes, but part of me feels like his change of approach really came down to the owl. Was the owl? Was yeah, the, was the name? Of, I was like, is it the owl, or am I thinking of Tokyo Ghoul? Oh, that was also was, the yeah. owl. Yeah, I was about to <laughs> no, say. No, about no. Some... He, was, he was the owl. The owl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, yeah uh, Kruger, he uh, he really seemed to influence uh, uh, Grisha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really seemed to influence. Yeah, it's was... like. It's like you have yeah, to, though, you yeah. you have to have a family. You have to have a wife. You have to have a children. You have to do it for Aaron and Mikasa. Who who, who are Aaron and Mikasa? And he was like, "Who is that?" <laughs> we still don't really know how the whole knowing the future thing works. There's, there's a lot to be explained. Yeah, with, cause, the, with the Titans. Yeah. Because it's just like it's kind of like it's implied since he had the um since Kruger had the attack titan mm -hmm. it makes it seem like that's an extra that's something a little extra with you having the attack titan mm -hmm. it's like maybe you know it's, some, it's something else going on with that with that particular power that that's a good point, because you, know. you would think Armin would say something about something. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't count on Reiner or Bertold or Annie to detail their stray thoughts, but Armin would definitely... Like, oh, yeah, Armin would have Ar yeah, Ar figured would, out. would talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Be like, like I've been having Armin. these weird visions about the future. <laughs> like, yeah, Guess I'm not the only one who has it. Mm -hmm. so, so maybe, maybe it is Aaron, but even Aaron doesn't have that that much. But I, I mean, it could come and go or something. Uh, there's a lot that's not explained. Yeah, because yeah, because we see it with the owl, but when it comes to Aaron, is just we haven't seen. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen that same thing, so. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, hmm. 
Yet more mysteries. The show started out so simple. <laughs> Just humanity really trying to survive against the titans outside the walls. Yeah, yeah it, it was very simple. And, you know, in retrospect, that whole situation that was essentially brought onto the by their previous kings that's that's real messed up you you really put your people in a bad position like jeez man should have thought that through a little bit more yeah just a little bit more yeah because it's like king uh fritz he was like okay i'm gonna take y'all to the uh island and I was just going to make up a history and then the Tiber family and Marley was like, hey, well, we're just going to make some shit up for y'all to believe, too. So it was like both both families or whatever pretty much lied to their people and spent things to, you know, mm-hmm. to whatever agenda that they, you know, they were pushing. Yep. So it was just messed up, you know, but it seemed like the truth has finally came out on both sides. So. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll see the ramifications of that in uh, future episodes, I suppose. Yes. Uh, and overall, and I'd, I'd say, despite my issues with it, it's still a pretty compelling series. Yeah, it is. It really is. But like we discussed before, some of the things, you know, still like, did we really have to? to make these references and these you know these things with the visuals the armbands and you know the author gassing people they have to do that yeah (laughs) uh, by the way Toonami why'd you have to use that scene for a bump (laughs) nice uh, nice reminder yeah they really could have used something else from that episode. Yeah. <laughs> or any number of other episodes. I mean, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Who thought that was a good idea? Oh, man. I have no idea. Oh, man. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. <sighs> I know. Just. Mm-hmm. What, what, what can I say, man? Who? <sighs> Mm. I, I think we pretty much summed everything up. Is there anything else? I got nothing. I ain't here. We've been talking a while. Well, yeah. Well, all I can say is I am. You know, I'm excited for the rest of you know the manga to be animated because you know, as I've said, you know, I'm a I'm a manga reader, so I know how the story ends, and I look forward to that getting animated so that everybody can experience what I've experienced when it comes to reading it and just see how the story ends and how things turn out. And I think people will, you know, greatly enjoy and just know that questions that they have, just know that they will be answered. So, I'm, you know... That's all I can say, you know, because mm. I don't want to spoil it. But just know that, hey, whatever questions you have, you know, the creator did do a good job with, you know, wrapping up some things and answering questions. So, yeah, that's good. 
I'm just looking forward to more Uriah. That's all. Hmm. Hey, look here, Yumiko does a great fucking job, man, with the writing and the summing up of Attack on Titan, man. Yeah, she does. Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy work. to when those episodes. Thank you. When those episodes come, uh, come on out and make it to Toonami, then I'll, you know, get back on it. Get back <laughs> on it. Back on. Get down on it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Let's do some house cleaning. You can email us at podcast at toonamifaithful.com. Feel free to send your commentary about how you feel about this season of Attack on Titan. And you can follow us at facebook.com backslash Toonami Faithful and on Twitter at Toonami Podcast. You can listen to the podcast on just about everything, including iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, Deezer. And you can find every episode of the podcast to stream online at soundcloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. You can get the latest news by following at Toonami News on Twitter and read the news, views, and reviews on ToonamiFaithful.com, such as Yumiko's Attack on Titan recaps. And you can also subscribe to the Toonami Faithful Pass at Patreon.com backslash Toonami Faithful if you want to help us out with uh, funding the website and the podcast and all of that. And you also, for your trouble can get access to some extended interviews that CJ did from his uh, very long 90 minutes-ish documentary, What Toonami Means to Me, which he had with several voice actors and some other people in the industry. Poor uh, CJ and all that damn editing. Uh, sh- shout out to CJ. Yeah, I love you, CJ, for doing that. Paul, I fucking hate you, though. Just had to get it in. Of course, I knew, man. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Yeah. I mean, look, you got to remember, man. Me and Paul have the world's greatest greatest bromance in the world. <laughs> People literally think I hate this man. I actually love him to death. <laughs> you always hurt the ones you love. Mainly Paul. Uh, uh, that's a bad one. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad one. You might like that, though. Oh, yo! (laughs) In that latest episode, the goddess dormitory, when the kung fu girl shows up with the big paddle. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Darrell would appreciate this. (laughs) (laughs) Look, yeah, I didn't have enough paddles in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (sighs) All right. uh, Yumiko, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at BlueBLU underscore Temptation. Follow me. All right. And Darrell, where can they find you paddling? Always. You can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai7 at Twitter.com. You can also follow me on Nasia Rojo Adenasi at Twitter.com. And that's pretty much it. You know, I really don't do a lot of the social media accounts. And no, I do not have an Instagram, folks. I don't have an Instagram either, and it really annoys me every time I try to go to somebody else's Instagram. It's like, you have to log in to see this. Uh, it's public. Well, I, what the heck? Well, I have one for the Stupid. fraternity, man, but, you know, that's for fraternity use, man. Like, I really don't need an Instagram following because I'm not that much of an interesting person as far but, as that goes. But legitimately, the fact that Instagram forces you to log in just makes me not want to use it ever. Exactly. Quit <laughs> telling me what to do! It's just annoying. 
Because I think I have an Instagram account and I can't remember like any of the login information. It's, it's well, I have Instagram, but I'm like barely on it. So like, that's why I'm like, hey, you just got, catch me on Twitter. I got no reason to <laughs> post on there. I mean, when I take a photo, I put it on Twitter. Yeah, pretty much, man. I'm like, yeah, you can find me on Twitter, man. Hell, that's why I'm at all you the Facebook shit posting. <laughs> and oh lord, do I shit post on Facebook. Uh oh. All right. And you can find Sir not appearing on this podcast at Paul Pasquillo. Uh Shout out to Paul. He uh, recently had another kid, so he's not able to be on podcasts and such. He says he'll do some editing, but I don't know how I feel about having him edit podcasts that he wasn't there to be on the recording session. <laughs> just, just seems Aww. like a bad idea. But uh, I'll probably get lazy and make him do something. <laughs> Sometimes it, it just is a bad idea to let Paul do things. Mm. I mean, most most times. I mean, I let Paul into my friendship zone, and I have regretted it every day since. Oh I love no! You. Oh. Love you, sweetums. <laughs> oh man, I know. Right when he hit his podcast, man, he's like you fucking piece of shit, the real. <laughs> I mean, like seriously. When he finally gets back to being on a podcast, it will uh, it will be good. Yeah, I can't wait to actually do a podcast with him on one again, man. It's gonna be fun. Like literally, it's gonna be fun for sure. Uh, like the like the old days of all the abuse that we used to give each other. Mm-hmm. It's like a toxic non toxic relationship. And, and that makes sense. That makes, I know. that makes complete sense. <laughs> At least for us, it does. And you can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. And with that, I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this discussion of Attack on Titan and whatever else was in this podcast, if there was more to this podcast. And until next time, we're punching out. Deuces! Bye!